I'm Connor Sweetman and welcome to InsureTech Radio, the podcast that teaches you about how technology is transforming insurance and about the people making it happen. InsureTech Radio is brought to you by InsureTech Ireland. Visit our website insuretechireland.org and join our community newsletter. Every week we send you three nuggets from the startup and InsureTech ecosystems. This week my guest is Jean Murphy. Jean is the co-founder of Startup Boost, which is a global pre-accelerator program for pre-seed startups. Jean and I speak about his lifelong love of entrepreneurship, what Startup Boost is and how they got started, and what founders can expect from the program. Please enjoy. Well, welcome to InsureTech Radio. Great to be here. I want to ask you about your LinkedIn page. The first line of your bio says, Gene loves startups and entrepreneurs. So I was wondering, where did that love come from? It's a good question. I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. You know, our family business was and still is exhibitions, conferences and publishing, which my father started, I'd say, about 40 years ago. That's something that I, I was very fortunate to grow up in because you know, I was joking with someone yesterday saying it was kind of the original offline LinkedIn you know, every year we could have, you know, between five and 10 different exhibitions in a range of different industries. And what was very interesting was seeing two or 300 business people X amount of times a year in lots of different industries. And within that, there's enough people to see, you know, the ones that are really great at what they do, not so great at what they do, and probably should be changing career. And really what I mean by that is that you're going to see a big enough sample size being around those people if you're excited or interested about an industry or business in general, which I was growing up because growing up, that's what I knew and saw the whole time. You're going to learn something from that. I think one of my first jobs as a kid for my pocket money was putting stamps on envelopes for mail shots going out. Uh, I thought this was great fun of uh, how many how many letters can I put in an envelope as quickly as possible, but kitchen table, six o'clock till eight o'clock, that's what it was. And I think we were all part of, of that business. Brothers, my mother, my father uh, built that. And... That's the conversations we had around the dinner table. That was a Saturday at the RDS and a Sunday. And as early as I could, I wanted to work in that. So I think from an early age, I've just grown up around business and lots of different types of businesses and seen how as an outsider, you know, they operate and, and look for, you know, what are the similarities for success that you can see in that. Coming back to your question, why is that on my LinkedIn bio? Well, it's, it's all I know, you know, and it's what I love. Yeah, and you mentioned it's all you know. So, like, I imagine it, it probably just feels normal. You probably don't realize that that's uh, an unusual thing growing up in a household. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I mean, two or three years ago, myself, David, and a team of other people, including Colin Kyo, had this crazy idea to see if we could have a week long celebration of entrepreneurship and innovation right across Dublin City with this event called Techstar Startup Week Dublin with Dublin City Council and some really good other people. It was a goal to showcase the community in, in Dublin and, and what happens there because there really is you know, right across the country. But, you know, where, where I'm based now, there is just a really vibrant community at that time. And and coming back to it all, one of the, the first talks that we gave to tell people why we're doing this and we're not crazy, you should definitely back it and it's something to get to be a part of. That's what I kind of realized and have realized over the past number of years is that, you know, what you grow up and what you know generally necessarily isn't what how everyone else grows up and, you know, gets to know things. So being around uh, businesses, having access to a network, that being a normal thing and not calling a network, just people you know, whereas nowadays you get to, you know, it's to your point, you kind of realize how lucky you were growing up, 
what became the norm for you. And I think that's my kind of passion around entrepreneurship is trying to break down those barriers so that other people can look inside that world, see if it's for them. Generally, it is in one way, shape or form or the other. And hopefully launch that business or that new product or really kind of step out into the light in terms of the really exciting things they can do and achieve. Cool. Well, tell me about Startup Boost. What was the origin uh, of Startup Boost? So going all the way back and all the way back. Startup Weekend, that originally had been brainchild of a group called Up Global. And Up Global had launched Startup Weekend. And then they had a thing called Startup Digest, which Stacey Connolly runs in Dublin as well, where it's signing up to. And it was a rundown of all the events and all the things that happen across the you know your city and your ecosystem. Then they had Startup Week, which is a week long celebration of entrepreneurship. But they had a thing, you know, they had a lot of people after Startup Weekend saying, "What do I do next?" And they began a program called Startup Next that, over about five or six years, had lots of different iterations and changes, but always came back to being the same thing: six weeks long, three hours a week, prepare take these ideas and get them to a good level of fitness. So back in about 2015, Techstars bought over Up Global. So they took on this huge community of entrepreneurial programs. And unfortunately, after about a year, year and a half, they retired Startup Next. There wasn't enough resources, yada, yada, so on and so forth. And at that stage, I think there were, after seven years, there's about 20, 25 programs, maybe more, in the next network of uh, people around the world. And again, this is all volunteer-based. I should have said that. It's so commonplace to me. I forget that. But all of these are volunteer-based, people that want to do this and bring entrepreneurship to their you know, city. A lot of us were pretty angry, as you can imagine, that this pre-accelerator we put a lot of time into wasn't happening anymore. And myself um, and Blake got together with a few other people and set up Startup Boost and took the best of what had been open sourced and said, you know what, we think there's a there's elements that work really well here, which was the course, the curriculum, the way that worked. We thought that was good. We thought that the companies need to be a little bit further on after a startup weekend so we can really help make an impact for them. And over the past three years, we have refined our playbooks, put together a huge amount of back office to be able to support all this and pushed out our marketing plans. Two years ago, we were doing virtual demo days before it was the norm nowadays uh, due to COVID. We've done, I think, we, you know, we've taken and every year we've iterated. Like earlier this year, we launched BoostX, our online community for any founder anywhere to be able to help build their business. We've also, you know, this year put on, I think, some of the best demo days going that's resulted in great connections for our companies, working with, you know, you know providers that we use like paperstreet.vc for doing that and really pushing the, the kind of envelope on what we can do through our pre- Yeah, I was actually, I was at one of your demo days and I really liked that mix of video and also in-person, you know, Q&A at the end. I thought that was really, really effective and it gives the founders maybe a bit of breathing space, you know, there's less pressure yeah. when it's uh, on recorded video and but so they can really present their best selves. Yeah, I'd like, I, as you can imagine, when COVID rolled in, we lost all of our venues within about 48 hours. And and I get that. I don't disagree with that at all. Um, but Blake, CEO and co-founder at Boost that I work alongside with every day, a phenomenal individual, went and went through 35 different platforms to choose the right one we could run our program on and did the same process again for ensuring that the demo day that we had to the best of our abilities gave our founders on our programs the best experience because COVID has robbed so much from so many that we didn't want them to be a casualty on our watch. And we had five programs with an amazing bunch of city directors giving up their times to make that possible. And 
you know, getting to work with good people that get it. Our platform providers like Paper Street for doing virtual demo days. We made the decision to record uh, because we wanted to make sure that the quality was top notch. You know, we got to professionally video edit it, do all this. And all that takes a lot more. Like we could have just got everyone to jump onto a Zoom call, pitch, and then walked off again. And the level of work that went into it meant that it just ate up a lot of time, but hopefully, and we can already see it, you know, there's ones we can and can't announce, but, you know, in our most recent investor survey, you know, right across the board, I think our spring 2020 cohort was probably one of our largest in terms of numbers, but also, or numbers to date, and also the fastest ones to get to accelerators or get follow-on funding uh, in a very short space of time. So the program works in that respect. And I think, and what we what we needed to do to make that possible, I think it was well worth it. And tell me about the program itself. So, what can startups expect when they go into it? Well, maybe let's let's start with like the first day, the first week, and kind of go go step by step what they can expect. Sure thing. So, a traditional startup boost program, you will apply. So, you can go to startupboost.org/apply, and you can see the different cities we're running in. So, this is actually our biggest cohort to date in 10 different cities. So we're in Vancouver, Toronto, LA, New York, Dublin, London, Newcastle. We've got programs in uh, Pittsburgh. And then it's our first time ever launching a program in Africa. So we have our first chapter in Zambia and our first chapter in Kenya. So that's really shaping up to be a really interesting cohort for, for fall 2020. So once you apply, then our city directors and mentors score those applications once deadline hits. So this time around, the deadline is September 16th. Those that are selected to go onto program will get an offer letter. Those that aren't, unfortunately, and nowadays get access to BoostX, which is our platform for any founder anywhere to build and scale their company, which has a big repository of all the workshops from all the different programs that we're about to talk about. We used to have to just say, I'm afraid we can't help. Very sorry. But now we actually have a a kind of self-serve platform uh, and community, which we think is another benefit to those that apply. A bit like LinkedIn learning for startups. Mixed with, you know, and I don't say it very lightly because it's an incredibly tough task, but, you know, building a community around that where they can speak with each other, chat with each other. Oh, that's great. So it's not just content that you consume, they can actually interact with other founders. Exactly. And we run live member wow, every two weeks. So, um, so, and again, you know, like you said, like talks with great founders, uh, every month is themed so they can really learn at a good pace. But once you get on program for six weeks, one evening a week, for three hours, you have an incredibly intensive program, which is founder-led, mentor-led. So every week it's broken into three hours. The first hour is a key talk on one of our six pillars that we believe in. So customer development, uh, pitch and presentation skills, market sizing, building products that matter, and fundraising. And each one of those is designed to give you an overview of that particular uh, lever that we believe you need to pull in your business uh, as a kind of foundational piece. And there are lots of other segments. There's lots of other pillars we could have chosen, but we felt from our experience over the last number of years and you know, looking back at the success of previous cohorts that like, these are the areas that people need to know about at this stage because we're looking for teams that have a team. Uh, we do accept solo founders, but we want them to have a prototype or product or be back to launch because every week what they learn, we want them putting that into practice in their business. So I always say that that, that talk, that first error, really is to act like a mirror 
that you're putting your business in front of each week and you're spotting those gaps in the mirror that you can see reflected from your business. So in customer development, are you, what's your customer development uh, interview process? What do you do when you're onboarding a, co- uh, a company? What's your process, you know, 30 days in for understanding the value of your service and what it really means to to that, you know, particular user, that particular customer. And we want you to go back the next day or that night and see where are the gaps and how can you shore those up very quickly. The second error is pitch coaching. And again, the cohort pitch as a group, the first two weeks, it's a one minute elevator pitch. The rest of the program, it's a three minute pitch with slides. And as you can imagine, and I don't know if it's a solely Irish phenomenon, but trying to get someone to do a one minute elevator pitch turns into, you know, shoot. seven minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes into a minute. And really we want to make sure that people can, you know, have a great and concise way to discuss what they do. What's your one for a startup boost? Startup boost finds the best entrepreneurs globally and prepares them for accelerators, investments and revenue. Boom. It's like nine seconds. <laughs> so I think with the pitch coaching, it obviously gets people clearer, more concise when it comes to pitching to investors. But ultimately, that same pitch is what you're using to sell to customers, to sell to team members, uh, to future team members, to get them on board, to sell that vision, to keep everyone on track. So the confidence, the clarity and the conciseness that's built up there is key. And then I suppose in finishing up the final part are two back-to-back mentorship sessions. So we're very fortunate that we have some brilliant mentors uh, that give their time for the program. And from that, we match those with startups. We listen to the startups' needs. We question them about that. And those mentor sessions could be brand new to someone. You know, So by the end of our program, you're clear and more concise with your pitch training. You've been given you know, some really deep insights from some great speakers that can help propel your business forward. And you've also got to learn how to work with a mentor and got some great feedback from mentors. And on top of that, we also teach all of our companies how to do investor reporting and mentor reporting during the program to really get them delivering that level of accountability they need for themselves first and foremost, and then for the other people around them. And now with COVID, because all of this happens online and is remote, they're better at pitching to camera, you know, which was a very alien thing uh, coming into this. Plus they've got a great reference video. They've got a demo day and we run a second demo day called Global Investor Day, which is we bring all the cities together for one day um, about two months later. And we add that into our investor uh, stockpile of, of contacts that we have to try and connect them even further. And they get launched into our alumni network that lives inside Boostex. So really a company coming onto that program is getting a really great partner long-term in their business. That's either their friends that they make on their cohort. There are mentors that still mentor them post-program and the connections that they make. So, you know, the, the level of effort that we put into that over six weeks is, is quite phenomenal when you kind of say it out loud. But, and again, it's something that, you know, we're finally being able to bring back to, to Dublin with uh, my city co-director, Susan Mills here, which is very exciting. And I think, you know, going to be a, a stellar team. And what has uh, that meant for the businesses that, who have become alumni? Uh, what, what's been the impact for them? Like, our, like what we hold ourselves accountable to is, you know, what we call the SIM, the startup impact metric, which is how do we get people to accelerate as investment or revenue faster? So we have seen companies that, you know, have got to accelerators at a faster pace than what we see on the average in the industry. We've been able to showcase companies that have come through our program and developed a lot faster than would be the norm to be pre-seed investment ready. And, you know, what's been interesting for me, I suppose, this year is 
we record all the the classes now because they're all online and i would edit those the the next morning and send those videos out for people to rewatch their key speaker or rewatch their their pitch training to improve but you also get these uh, the recording is still on you get to see the the mentor feedback sessions and we had some really interesting mentors that are angel investors in our you know american programs very clearly stating that you know the impact they saw over six weeks and the ability uh, of what those companies can achieve is higher than what they'd see in some seed angel investments that they had themselves in their own portfolio, which is sad enough. Um, but in saying that, our goal is that startups coming out of this, if they choose to go to an accelerator, they're going to be ahead of the posse uh, straight away in there and have a you know a plan for what they're doing over the next year. They're going to know how to work with mentors. They're going to know how to do investor reporting. They're going to have had startup conversations with investors. And I would say they've got that accelerator due to uh, having been through that program, uh, I, you know, in that particular chapter in Startup Boost. So that that's what we see happening with the companies. They just uh, achieve more faster. Well, Gene, before we wrap up, where can people find out more about you and more about Startup Boost? Um, well, people probably know too much about me, so we'll, we'll give them a break on that. But I, I think the, the one we'd really love is, you know, myself, Susan, and Helen Ray, who's joined the team in Dublin, are going to have really great program for a certain amount of uh, entrepreneurs that we can't take uh, everyone onto the program. But if you go to startupboost.org slash Dublin, uh, you'll be able to apply there before the 16th of September. And the program will give you access to brilliant speakers, a great cohort, some really interesting ways to look at your business and unlock those big things holding you back. And you'll get to join a global alumni uh, where I live, eat and breathe along with Blake, how to improve your chances of success. That's all we do. So I think in respect to that, people just need to get to startupboost.org slash Dublin and start their application. Good man, Gene. Thanks very much for coming on InsureTech Radio. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on LinkedIn and please visit our website, insuretechireland.org. See you next week.